0: The Race for the Ring, episode 87, True Colors with Xandra Hawes. You're listening to The Race for the Ring. I am your host, Mindy Barnett. I'm an entrepreneur, motivational author, keynote speaker, television contributor, and a single mom. Since re-entering the dating world after my divorce, I found dating life eye-opening. In the age of Tinder, bumble, and hinge, there seems to be more horror stories and humor. Than happy endings among my friends and social circles. And I want to know why. Each week we'll chat with a different dating queen or king, socialite or relationship expert, and explore the many facets of dating today, pitfalls to steer clear from, and how to find the finest fish in the sea. Get ready, set, go! Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Race for the Ring. Today, we are going to be talking with a contemplative psychotherapist and psychic medium, but we're going to be focusing on how we can dig into our core self and find our own energy frequencies so that we can attract what we're really looking for in dating. And it may be more than just a pretty face or an awesome body or a great resume, or someone who's um, kind and driven, kind of describing my checklist. It could be somebody who basically just matches your energy. So, how do you find your energy, and what is your energy? It's all stuff that I typically don't necessarily think about in all honesty. I mean, I know for me, because I happen to be quite energetic in my personality and demeanor, that I gravitate towards people that are the same way. But by energy, we aren't really talking about personality per se. We're talking about how that person makes you feel, who makes the who puts you in your comfort zone, matches your the frequency vibe that you're looking to basically attract and you that you're giving off. So this um expert Sandra basically shares a lot of insight about how we can sort of lean into um, colors and identify what we're basically looking to feel when we're in someone else's company and how we can do a check-in before a date and then after a date to see if indeed we found that that basically that match in terms of the energy level that we're looking to attract and obtain. So it's very, very interesting. I really never gave it a lot of thought that way. Um, I also didn't really understand, um, how you can kind of do a check in on your, on, on yourself and find out what your, um, your energy frequency actually is so I share what my color is she shared what her color is we also talked about how to figure out what your color is and also a lot more so it was a really interesting uh, show Um, a lot of really good nuggets of news that I think you can all implement into your day to day lives which is obviously the name of the game here at the race for the ring before we do that I just want to thank everybody for um, rating and reviewing if you've already done and if you have if you please please could because it really helps everybody find us and also want to just give a shout out to my new book the uh (laughs) you don't need to be a bitch to be a boss which is coming out everywhere on november 9th um you can find it anywhere books are sold certainly on amazon too and if you do get the book and you send me a message i might be able to send you a little thank you in the mail. So I would be grateful. And, um, that's all I really wanted to say about that. I just wanted to say thank you. Um, and we are going to be taking, um, a hiatus here at the race for the ring for a very short period of time coming back super strong and raring to go for season number three, which will start the first Thursday of February, um, right in time for the love season and Valentine's day and everything like that. Um, which I'll get into. I have another episode coming up next week, but I wanted to just give you a little um, teaser as we say in the news business that that is something that um, we're going to be doing. I am about to embark on a book tour and I'm also engrossed in graduate school and I have finals coming up and, and the end associates is, in, is beyond busy. So um, I also wanted to kind of revamp the show a little bit and get some really Really good guests signed up um, so that we have like an action-packed show in season for you in February. So without further chatter, we're going to go straight to the conversation with Alexandra. Hi, Xandra. Thanks for joining us on the Race for the Ring. How are you today? Yeah. Thank you so much. I'm doing so good now that I'm here. <laughs> oh, yes. Good. We got the healing going, so you're already a step ahead. Of I would imagine quite zen or more so than most of us on our day-to-day crazy lives that we lead. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, all right. So let's talk a little bit about... I find your your um, expertise intriguing. So uh listeners know, you may not know, I'm actually going... In, I'm in grad school. I'm going... Um, Pursuing, I'm like back at grad school. I used to be saying I'm going to grad school, pursuing my degree in clinical psychology. So I, th- yeah. So I'm going to be a psychotherapist too, eventually. Woohoo. Yes, I'm excited. <laughs> so I was so interested in, in this, uh, you know, subject matter and like it, it lends itself well because we talk a lot about different personality disorders and issues that come up in, um, in dating, right? Um, whether it be with ourselves and we have issues or with other people. But before we get into all that, what talk to me a little bit about how you married like the mindfulness side more so than just positive psychology if you will yeah. to your psychotherapy practice it's so interesting to me because it definitely is woven together and even I'm in school we talk about that so Go ahead. Let's hear. It. I love it just because, as you know, right, psychology is a pretty young
1: field in terms of science, right? It's just about, like about 100 years old. And most of the theories, you know, were some really prestigious, really intelligent white guys that came up with a lot of theories. Mm-hmm. And now and a lot of the research was only actually done on white men. So there's a lot of these really cool psychological kind of systems coming in. And as a person that's very empathic and sensitive, I Loved psychotherapy, but I started seeing how people's ability to connect with mindfulness and to get that extra awareness, right? Not only do as I'm doing something, I notice I'm doing something and then I have a choice within it. And how do I shift my energy? Mm -hmm. I started just seeing how people were Getting more awareness, and especially with this influx of meditation and mindfulness, people are wanting to have more of their freedom. Mm-hmm. And with imagination and creativity, as a psychotherapist, I would spend years. With people really unpacking and processing and giving them different tools, but all of a sudden, when I had them close their eyes and they started imagining something and really being able to use play and imagination, they could shift energy within a couple sessions just by imagining or tuning it in. So it was almost like by closing the eyes and going into the body rather just hanging out in the mental realm and bringing imagination in. Mm -hmm. People started learning how to shift their energy, and so it's what I teach in a
0: way, in that way. With the imagery that they have in their mind... So it's It's kind of, yes. Okay. Yeah.
1: So there's an an imagery piece, but almost every emotion or feeling, right? Typically sadness, right? Tends to make people feel heavier. Right. Because it's almost a frequency that runs slower, right? People that are depressed are like, it's hard to wake up. It's hard to get energy, Mm -hmm. right? Versus folks that are happier, right? Or there's more joy. It can feel more of this like spacious, more of this opening. And so when you're able to imagine and tune into a frequency, you shift your energy, you shift your emotion you shift how you feel. So energy healing is really a way that you become more of your energy and your emotions. And then with your intention, you shift it. And so the best way I've learned how to shift energy so you don't have to work so hard is using that sort of imagery piece. And it allows you to really align Uh, in your energy. And especially with dating, it allows you to stay in your sovereignty and not get hooked into all those pictures and stories and those check boxes of what we're looking for if we're not clear on how we want to
0: feel and we can't imagine it. That's interesting. It's very interesting. Because as you're talking, I was thinking about the cognitive side of psychology and how <laughs> when you're like obviously dealing with like a conflict, you're supposed to like kind of assess it and like think how you would not uh, like quickly react to it and kind of give it a, like a beat and like process it correctly and, you know, also reflect back if you've made a mistake in your ways and like what have you. But that's taking it to a whole other level because you're forecasting almost in the future as opposed to reflecting mm-hmm. on – what happened or what could have happened if you did it differently. That's very cool. So when your your clients are doing that imagination process to shift their Mm -hmm. energy, what are they imagining? Are they imagining them being in a good situation or a day at the beach, um, maybe in a good relationship Mm -hmm. to manifest that? Like what exactly are they Mm -hmm. are they envisioning when they're in that process? Yeah.
1: Well, let's, I'm a, I'm a picture person. So if we can imagine, right? Say you are on Bumble, right? You're sitting there and all of a sudden you're like, you're going through and you're like, okay, I'm going to go on a date. And you have, you see someone's profile and you're looking through and you're like, okay, they check all the boxes. Mm-hmm. And maybe you, maybe you've been on enough dates where you're like, okay, don't want to do that again. Right. Don't want to do this. But a lot of times people have this like fantasy or this story, but they don't actually check in on how they want to feel. So it's the same way that we might go to a restaurant right? And we're going to order something. And half the time when people go to a restaurant, they look at the menu, they look at the picture, or they look at the description, but very few people close their eyes and say, how do I want my body to feel after this meal? And imagining, do I want to feel right? More grounded. Do I want to feel like more sprightly? Like they don't picture that. Mm -hmm. So if I were to kind of help someone before they were going on a date, do an energy healing piece, I would have them close their eyes and as they're kind of closing their eyes, imagining almost like a whiteboard in front of them. And we would say, and we would kind of I would walk them through and have them think, after you go on this date, if we could wave a magic wand and you could feel exactly how you want to feel, how do you want to feel in relationship? What are you looking for? Mm-hmm. Right. And it don't have to be qualities. It's how do you feel? So for me, when I was looking for my partner, I was like, wow, I really want to feel safe. I want to feel like someone is really sort of protective in a way. I want someone to, I want to feel grounded with them because as a psychotherapist and, you know, psychic medium and energy healer, there's a lot of woo going on over here. Mm-hmm. So not only did I want to feel safe in that, but I wanted someone to ground in that. Mm-hmm. So I'd walk them through getting some of those words. And then when the body, when you imagine, what would it feel like to feel grounded? People can imagine that energy. They imagine pictures or places that they felt grounded. And you have them breathe in that energy. And it's almost like they start shifting how they feel. They're like, wow, I can feel that. And you imagine wrapping that energy around you. Mm -hmm. So you get clear. How do I want to feel before going out on this date? And then after the date, you come back and you check in and you say, did I feel any of that? Because if I truly kind of can set my sovereignty and I can get clear that I want to feel like this, you're going to attract more people that are bringing in that energy. And you're going to get clear when you go out, even if someone matches all the boxes in the pictures, if they're not Ultimately, giving you that sensation of what you're truly wanting, then it's more of a mental want than it is more of an energetic connection, heart-based thing, which... As as you know, we like to act like we're all mental, but we so react out of our emotions. Yeah. And aesthetics too,
0: obviously. So got it. Okay. So yeah. that sort of keeps things in perspective. So you mm-hmm. you do the check-in with yourself, you do the in, the imagining process. Am I saying that mm-hmm. correctly? Is that okay? Or is there an actual <laughs> no, no. term? Okay, sorry. You <laughs> no. imagine yeah. how you want to feel on this date. You go on a mm-hmm. date. You may mm-hmm. you may or may not actually feel that way. I would venture to say probably more times than not you're gonna um, not feel that way, right? Um, and then mm-hmm. come back and then do an assessment, so to speak, um, mm-hmm. and even if the, the guy or the girl whomever you were out on the date with was extremely good looking and like you know had an awesome job and like whatever mm-hmm. whatever but you didn't bring it to the table in terms of how you wanted to feel before you went then you mm-hmm. have a more of a foundation to make a smarter choice if yeah. you want to go on a second date or give them you know a real shot or something like that is that basically kind of the the game Okay, or not game, but like the name of the game <laughs> is what I wanted to say. Okay, that's not a game. It's yeah. real. It's a good <laughs> issue. <a, laughs> it's a good tactic. All right. That's good advice. All right. So does did you do that in your life? Uh, what's your what's your status? Um, are you married? Mm-hmm. Dating? Yeah. I'm in a
1: long term partnership at the moment. That's great. And okay. Thank you. Yeah. And the reason I'm I'm laughing about it is because the year before I met him, I was going on all of these dates, right? All of these like, oh, I love someone that did this. I can't tell you how many people on paper said they did all these things or were great. And they were great people, but as I would do this and I would say, and I'm a color person. I really like colors. Like I dress to my mood. And so I'd be like, Oh, the feeling or sensation I want is like this really cool blue. And I'd come back in and I'd assess. And I'm like, I think I felt some orange energy. It was kind of vibrant and cool, but I didn't really feel exactly what I wanted. And so I kept going on these dates with all of these different people that were amazing people, but they weren't amazing for me. Right. Right. And I only knew that after I kept sort of assessing and it's uh, It was really funny because my idea of what I wanted versus what I really wanted um, was a lot different. And when I'd come home from the dates, I would check in and say, what percentage of me, of that feeling that I clarified before going out, what percentage of that did I feel on the date? And if it wasn't, I'd literally close my eyes and imagine like a speedometer in a car. And if that wasn't 70% or higher... I would be in my sovereignty and be like, you are a really amazing person, but I didn't feel that spark. And I don't think it's amazing for me. And the more clarity I got, and the more I kind of sent that message out of like, I'm only accepting this frequency when I got really clear and I stopped actually trying to look for it. My partner came in and I was just like, what?
0: <laughs> That's awesome. So tell yeah. us about that. So you, how did you meet him? Did you go, did you meet him on an app or, or what? Yeah. I did the whole back and forth process that most people do
1: where they add the app, they delete the Same. app. They get really yeah. excited, totally. right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The whole cycle. I'm going to be on these three, right? I'm going to try this. And I kept meeting really brilliant people that I was inspired by, but so much of what they were saying didn't really align, right? With that inner core feeling. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up spending about a year doing that and doing like, what are committed relationships, right? What are more open relationships? Like I really wanted to understand what it meant Mm -hmm. really to stay in your sovereignty and relationship because I so much as a healer and a lot of us that are empaths, I can get hooked into the picture of kind of the undercover codependency, which is like, Oh, I have a lot of meaning with this person because they need me. Right. So sometimes there's this, us healers or empaths, we choose true, people I'm that same we want. Yeah. Definitely. You okay.
0: You know. I love when, you know, I love when they need me. I don't know. It's just like, I need to heal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I love it. But go yeah. ahead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a problem. Wouldn't yeah. You know? yeah. We know mm-hmm. then, right? So
1: sometimes you'll pick people that are amazing that validate you, but eventually resentment starts coming out because there's this sense of you really need me and that validates me. But also like, where is the energy that I need from you? Right. Because usually they don't get it because the they need that energy. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Yeah. yeah got it. So true. that was it's my learning nightmare. process for yep. a year.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. And so eventually I was like, oh, the frequency that I want, like I said, was to feel safe and secure. And I was so used to providing that for other people, Mm -hmm. but that was really what I was wanting. So as I went on more dates and I listened to that energy, I started having more and more people that were like that, but it just didn't quite hit. And then I did a a really cool kind of wooey, if you say you will, ceremony that, um, at the end of December. And I was like, I am staying in my sovereignty this year. And I picked a color and said, this is the frequency I'm looking for. And you did that done by yourself or did you go to like in a retreat of some sort? <laughs> Yeah, I had a few of my all my friends are psychotherapists, which is great. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> so,
0: good. You need one, yeah. It. Every uh, yeah,
1: everybody does. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Boulder, Colorado, is definitely Ooh. one of the places where you could be in your grocery store picking out kombucha with everyone and talking about energy healing. And it's oh, that's everyone. So cool. You're
0: so lucky. <laughs> in New York, they yeah. look at you like you belong in an insane asylum. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, but I'm into that right. stuff too, so I get it. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah. I no, I'm like. I believe in all of that stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, luckily all the people. So my training is in contemplative psychotherapy. So it's in psychology, but it mixes Buddhist psycho- mm-hmm. psychological kind of input. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my friends, we could have, they have the, I, I don't think this is a word, but I use it. They're having this. So their ability to take in that information is really high. So they're like, yeah, you go ahead and woo out. And we'll come to this ceremony. And I'm like, awesome.
0: That's true. Do that. You know, and you put it together. So we, you ha- how many people came? Yeah. Oh, see, I think I had about four or five. That's awesome, my and it was yeah. last year or two years ago. At this point, this was. Is- three years ago I'm okay gonna say. all right I mean, so it's, what, it's like what, sort of a, New pre, like pre-new year's like whatever putting out your energy this is what you yeah. want okay go ahead this is interesting yeah. it's a little off topic yeah. but I, if you don't mind I want to hear <laughs> all right go ahead go ahead because then we'll yeah. segue back to what you know this is obviously part of what our conversation is about so go ahead continue yeah. on Well, it's very much so, right? So it's like you sit down together and
1: you have everyone tune in, like, what is your heart? How do you want to feel? Right? And it's so funny because most people can do that. There's a color that soothes them. There's a certain word of like, I want to feel this way. And then everyone shared it. And I said, and what energy do you have to stay in, in order to maintain that frequency. And I was like, oh, my undercover codependency or my, you know, healer energy sometimes doesn't allow me to stay in my sovereignty. Mm -hmm. And so I said, I want to stay in my sovereignty and attract this frequency because when I'm helping people in psychotherapy, I often notice that if people hold their frequency, if they're dating someone, that person either matches it, or they fall off because it's literally like, um, kind of like a radio station. It's like either you match the frequency and you can communicate and you both end up growing Mm -hmm. and changing or that person falls away. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I decided to stay in that frequency. And then two weeks later, there's, um, I've studied a lot of different modalities of healing and I was at one of my, um, kind of courses to kind of increase your psychic abilities. And there was a person coming into town and it was really expensive. And I was just like, why do I have this feeling? My body is saying I should go, but it's like eight hours of lectures, two days on the weekend. I was like, who wants to give 16 hours of your weekend to listen to someone talk? Like, I don't, I don't know what if I can the, do what that. What the conference? What was it about? So there's a really um, fantastic person named Michael Tamora, and he used to be located in California, and he has a whole psychic sort of institute.
0: And so oh, he was that's coming in. I'd probably go to that. <laughs>
1: well, it, was it was all, all about probably
0: wouldn't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think his seminar was called, who are you when you go to sleep? Which I thought was, I was like, what? That's a really fascinating question. I was like, I don't know. Okay. (laughs) So I didn't want to go, but I checked in with my body and it was running that frequency. I was like, wow, I've been telling myself I want to stay and feel like this in my life. I checked in and imagined going and something just felt like a yes. And sometimes this takes time. You have to sit down with your body and not overthink it. Mm -hmm. And I went and a lot of the spiritual events I go to, I'm six three, so I'm very tall. and so it's very hard to find people that even can look me in the eye. And I went to this spiritual event, and a lot of times it's women just because I notice mostly um it seems like there's a lot more women in a lot of the communities I go to that are interested in spirituality. but it was the only beautiful six seven man that's <laughs> in tall. the room that's very really tall, yeah, yes. And he was amazing. And I found out he was an accountant, but also had an astrology business. Oh, that's so cool yeah so it's very much so like oh you live in the human world as I do where it's clinical where it's like how are we looking at this from a very evidence-based way and also this more wooey energetic place and I was like I could not have planned this that's right awesome. but it's like I had to listen so it's really getting in tune with what your body wants in that frequency mm-hmm. it's like once you click that in the opportunities will start it's like the law of attraction they start coming at you but you got to get away from the pictures and the fantasy because that might be a starting
0: point but it can really yeah what we think we need, as you know yeah. versus what we really need like your core your core desires and beliefs and all of that like for dating so yeah. this guy yeah. that guy the six seven he he's that's your partner now <laughs> that that gentleman okay and is he from yeah. older too, or where was he from yeah. He lives in Boulder. That's awesome. And just never met him. That's great. That's a great story. That's a really yeah. good success story. Okay. So let's, yeah. I'm curious to know why was blue, your consecutive consistent color for dating and like your aura? You know, for, yeah, for me, there was like this beautiful sky,
1: like tender. I called it certainty blue. Like and I wanted to be blue? more Sort of like what you see
0: in in my reflection right now on that window, but it's actually gray outside. But in my, (laughs) (laughs) but it looks blue, at least for my screen. That might be a problem with my computer, but that's another story. Okay. So, like a sky blue, that's what you were looking for. Like something calming and serene and like easy. Mm -hmm. And okay. Mine, obviously, you were talking. I was thinking, what's my color? I never thought about that. Like for a relationship, I would say like maroon, like, or like a fuchsia, mm. that's like, what. Ooh. I, <laughs> Ooh, I love no, this. it's not red. It's not scarlet red because while that's exciting right. and it's hot, obviously I also has danger to it and isn't necessarily safe. I think I honestly mm-hmm. never did this before. I'm just doing this with you. I was giving yeah, I it, it thought because I feel like all of our listeners should like give it some thought too. Cause that's a good way when you meet people to think what vibe they like you're saying like what's the energy um like that they're giving off in terms of like if color is like something easy you can think of i think from a from a novice yeah. perspective which is what i am in this space but mm-hmm. i i think i would pick that and I, cuz i do want passion and i do want to feel like butterflies and excitement but i also mm-hmm. want a sense of safety and grounding like you were saying too but yeah. i definitely need that like energy i think for me <sighs> And this is important
1: too, right? So you might think of grounding as more of this like earthy kind of red, but you also want the passion piece. And for me, somehow grounding, right, relates to blue. So it also, it's interesting, the way that colors impact us and the ways that we dress or how we feel, it's like, we can want the same things, but your sort of frequency of calling it in, you're looking for someone else that also relates in that typical way, Right. Mm-hmm. So it's cool for you to be able to access that color and check in and be like, wow, when I went on this date with this person, right? Was it more did I when I'm coming back, am I more like an orange? I started off really wanting to be red. Am I more orange? Was that more of a purple? Like And sometimes we can feel like, oh, that was a person that would have been great for me 10 years ago, right? right? Or five years ago. And you're like, I think I was more in a purple vibe then. Now I'm going for maroon, and that was okay. Do I want to have that lesson again, right? (laughs) Or do I want to align in the frequency where it allows me to be sovereign, right? Where it allows me to have a being that I don't have to take care of. At least that's my story right? How do I find someone that's grounded and stable and can see me, but also is so in their sovereignty? Because it's most attractive to me when people are running their own energy and we meet together. So there's that kind of secure relationship attachment what's most of us, you know, are, are still working on getting. <laughs>
0: that's, that's really cool. Okay. So that's, yeah. you gave us some advice about what to do before we go on a date. What if people yeah. are in a relationship and they're unsure? Is that something also that they can like basically implement into a practice to sort of like give it a beat? check in with themselves, feel their vibe that they're looking for? And how do we do that? What are you imagining? Like the the blank slate? Can yeah. you go through those steps a little bit more deeply so people yeah. can kind of relate and understand and maybe try it out themselves at home? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, I think, I think in my experience, I've been in a lot of
1: other long-term relationships and sometimes as time goes on, right, it gets really muddled because there's this sense of like, Again, I'm going to put like story in there. There's the emotion or sometimes there's different, um, if you have kiddos, right? Or certain family members, all that gets really muddled. And all throughout the day, we're constantly changing energy. And so if we don't know what we want, a lot of times we have to move our partner's energy out of our space so we can get clear because the body, there's this beautiful book um, called The Body Keeps the Score. And it's so much around how the body is just this vessel that holds different memories and experiences. And so again, the body is just this holder all the time of energy. And so if we're not clear of like, is this serving me? And it feels really muddled. Mm -hmm. What I would do if someone's in relationship and there's that whole, do I stay, do I go, or, you know, do we need to shift something? It's really getting clear. And the only way we get clear is we move people's energy out. How? And so again, move them
0: out? What do you do? Tell them you want to break?
1: Yes. Well, so (laughs) (laughs) tell me you want to break. So what I do... Is So if I were going to walk someone through again, and this is where you bring in imagery, Mm -hmm. is I have someone close their eyes and kind of turn that inner eye inward. Mm -hmm. And I have them go and kind of put their attention on the center of their head, almost like there'd be an X on the center of their head. And they kind of imagine that there's a space right behind your eyes and in between your ears, kind of this kind of... I guess, room or space, you create a place that you love being. So when I was doing it, I was like, oh, I really like hot springs. There's a ton of them in Colorado. And so I imagined as I closed my eyes, I imagined myself in the hot springs or I imagined myself in a space that I feel safe. It could be, I'm nerdy. It could be a library, right? I it like, could I be. I like libraries too. I'm just, I'm you right like, with okay, you, cool. girl.
0: Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: So if you were to have your eyes closed and you're trying to get clear and you're trying to move someone's energy out, you got to get clear on what energy is getting in the way of me seeing this. Cause we, people that are sensitive take on energy and they feel like it's theirs all the time. And sometimes it's like, am I unhappy in this relationship or is it this person's energy, right? Is this my stuff? Is it theirs? A lot of people don't have good energetic hygiene. So again, if we were in that library that we both like, right. Mm -hmm. And you, you imagine and you look around You start looking around and you're like, who else is sitting in this library? Who else is sitting in my headspace? And oftentimes if you scan around and you imagine looking around, if you had a personal library, you'll see people in there. You might see a figure in in there. You might see weird objects in there. And you start asking all those things to leave. You imagine opening a door and you're like, thanks so much for being in my space energetically. I'm going to ask you to leave. Because it's almost like, you know, when someone texts you and it feels like their text sits in your head and you're not responding back, it's it's like that person. The absolute
0: worst. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. When you're like, you can feel that energy of someone wanting your attention, Mm -hmm. right? You can feel like that energy can get caught in your space too. So we want to move that energy out. You want to imagine that you have a space that's just your energy. You fill it with things you love. You fill it with books that you like. you got, in order to make a decision, you want to be in your own energy. So again, if I were walking someone through And some people see this. Some people are imagery people. Some people can feel this or it comes like a knowing Mm. and that's okay too. But you imagine this beautiful space and you start asking the people, our family members, our kiddos, our friends, our coworkers, someone needing us to do an email thing. You start asking it to move out of that space. It's literally like you open the door and you're saying goodbye to a house party, right? You're like everyone out, (laughs)
0: right? Get out of the house. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: all Mm -hmm. the stuff, all the dishes wash. You wash all of that and I'm surprised you'd think this sounds ridiculous, right? But when every, every single person that I've worked with where we sit and we take 20 minutes and we go through this and they get clear on their energy and they make that space, when you are clear energetically and you don't have other people in there, you're going to see your own answer better. And so you're going to say, is this relationship meeting me? Right? If I, if I look at my energy, if I'm just looking at my space, the energy comes a lot clearer when we're not, Um, a lot of times if I've been in relationships, they're really good people, but they're not good for me. And so there's guilt,
0: Mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. Or
1: there's the energy of like, what if I don't find something better?
0: Right. There's that fear of the
1: unknown, a hundred percent. Yeah, You got it. But what I've learned is that when you're in your energy and you know that you're worthy and you kind of move energy out of your space and you start asking yourself what you need, you start giving, and this is wooey, but you start giving the universe a clear order. Mm -hmm. So when you order something out of your sovereignty and out of your energy, you're more likely to get it. If you're not sure there's that back and forth, should I, that kind of stuff happening, it's like going to a restaurant and you're like, I'll have the tomato soup. And then 10 seconds later, you're like, no crap, I want the Caesar salad. And you like call the waiter back and you're like, no, actually I want the chicken or no, I'm going vegan. And I'm going to have this like really fancy salad, right? You keep calling the order back because you're afraid of putting it out there. You're going to get what you want, but it's going to take a way longer period of time because your energy is not clear. Your path is not clear. And so it's getting muddled. And so we want you to be clear on what nourishment you need. And again, imagery, like going into your center of headspace and clearing people out, you'd be surprised how it shifts people's energy, even though they're like, oh yeah, by imagining the center of my head, this is going to work. And I'm like, well, I've yet to Have someone tell me that they don't feel a shift. So you should try out. It it sounds relaxing just hearing you talk about it, to be honest.
0: (laughs) I'm thinking of times where like my phone, like it could even just be my mother. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be like a work text or something, but I just find it so, I'm no offense to my mom. I obviously love my mom, but I was giving it (laughs) as an example, because that's a text that isn't, you know. Most times annoying, Uh, but I'm like, I want to just throw my phone. I'm like, I just want to be like left alone. Like, leave me alone. Stop calling me. Could be friends. I'm like, stop texting. And they're just like, Hey, what's up? (laughs) You know, it's just, you just want to have like your peace and just be within yourself. So that's, that's really awesome advice. And um, I feel like that's something we should probably do almost daily if we can, right? Form of meditation, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I, I don't
1: know about you, but meditation, again, is like this big buzzword. But so many people I talk to are like, I can't just sit there and watch my thoughts. And especially with social media these days, yeah. so everything's getting faster. Yeah. People have a harder time just sitting and not having any stimulation or any guidance. And so if I were to tell someone, go ahead and sit there and just breathe. And as you watch your thoughts or that other person's energy, just let it go. People are like, let it go where? Or, you know, like, I don't know, like, I don't know where it's coming from. So when you use imagery to create a safe space. Yeah, it's an easier way,
0: right? For people. Got it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like I could probably do that. I do meditate. (laughs) I use a a, a guided meditation, though, but I'm not really a good meditator at all. Um, but I do notice that when I do it, and I do it consistently, I do feel more present, and I feel more calm, and it helps me a lot of different ways. So I definitely believe in the benefits of it. But I, I think that even for people who've never meditated before, like that would be a really good way to start because you can meditate so many, as you know, you know, you can meditate so many different ways. You don't necessarily have to sit there and close your eyes and breathe and do all that. You can take a walking meditation and just be present with like what you're seeing. You could take do meditation in the shower, feeling the water on your skin and acknowledging the soap and touching your hair when you're washing it or whatever you're doing. Like, so I actually just put together a pitch because UPR is like my main thing. <laughs> um for uh, a client about eating in a, in a meditative state like absorb like e- enjoying your food and like at work like to calm down for a few minutes like don't look at your computer don't look at your phone like don't take a work call while you're eating just like take your whatever break you're going to take to eat and just eat Yeah. So anyway, I think that's really, really good. So, what are some things as we wrap up, um, people can do to get in touch with their core energy in addition to like that? Is there anything additional that we can do to, to touch, like to do a check in with our energy if we're not in a situation where we can sit there and like try to do that, like imagining and the imagery and the whole bit? Is there, Like Mm -hmm. a breathing tactic or something else that we could just do a check in with ourselves as we're walking to a date if we're coming from say work, or we're trying to figure out like a problem that's going on in our lives as it obviously can pertain that can definitely benefit a lot of probably aspects of our lives, I would think.
1: Yeah. Well, so even the examples I'm giving you, I teach bigger energy medicine courses and they're things that you learn in your body, mm-hmm. they become kind of like autopilot. So when you learn how to do it, rather than it taking 10 minutes, it can take a few. So a lot of times it's building that kind of new neural pathway of how you're seeing and feeling and sensing and communicating with body. Mm-hmm. But if someone was brand new and they're right, they're like driving to a date after work and they're like, oh God, I don't have time to like sit in my car in the parking lot, right? Mm-hmm. And do this. Mm-hmm. What I would probably do is have someone check in and say, if you wanted to feel, if a color made you feel safe, right? Because your nervous system is probably jittery. There's this like, is this going to be good? Is it worth it? And all the mind spiraling. I would have someone literally, and they can do this as they're walking. And you mentioned walking meditation. I imagine myself being wrapped, almost like I'm wrapping a blanket of like a color around myself that feels soothing. Mm. So I'm more of a purple person now, but Mm I literally, I use colors a lot because they're really accessible to people Mm -hmm. and they pull people's mind from more of the overthinking side of the brain to more of the creative side. So by shifting your attention into a different part of the brain, you allow another part to get online. And we go kind of from the limbic emotional place, Mm -hmm. sometimes back to the front of the brain. So there's just different ways you can shift your energy in just intentionally by moving it to different areas. But I like to think of colors. I'm like, okay, I'm taking a deep breath and as I'm walking each step, I'm imagining myself in this color and like in this power and in my sovereignty. And then you check in and you say, was I allowed to be that with this person after the date? Did I get to really share that? And maybe the insight is, wow, I match that person's energy and I don't feel like myself, right? And it's like, oh, that's insight of like, huh. Mm -hmm. Maybe I need to work on understanding what I need versus just matching the other person. And this is my story again, as the empath, it's really easy for me to match people. Mm-hmm. So I have to be careful to just always check in with my needs there. So that would be an easy way. I'm trying to think kind of on the fly here, but if someone didn't have a lot of time, I would use colors or I would use imagery or I would imagine as I'm walking to it. Just checking in and saying, instead of overthinking this right now, if I could feel exactly what I want to feel, can I imagine a time where I felt really safe? Mm -hmm. Can I imagine a time that I felt joy? Because just by imagining that, Mm -hmm. you
0: elicit that memory to come into the body and your emotions will shift yeah I guess a joy it doesn't necessarily have to be dating someone it could just be any activity or something that you've done right that was like Got pleasurable it. okay I love that all right well we are sadly out of time so why don't you share with all of us you you also have a podcast so let's, let's talk um, do. when does that come out and um, how can people find it and also how can people learn more about you if they're interested in diving into the healing process of psychotherapy and energy. Absolutely. So my, I have two practices. So I have a psychotherapy practice
1: where it's just mental health based, but sort of where people have, there's a little bit of woo. They're like, oh, I think I've got some spiritual curiosity, but there's more mental health based. Mm So I do psychotherapy, which is called soul essence psychotherapy. And that's for folks in Colorado. And then for people that are like, I want to learn energy medicine. I'm an empath. I'm sensitive. I take on energy all the time and I'm really learning to have boundaries, I have things called energy medicine courses and they're usually three to six months long and it's a biweekly or weekly meeting. And so, and then I found that a lot of people, there's a really big heart piece for me of I really like when people are supported and not everyone has the financial ability to work one-on-one. And so Mm -hmm. I actually have a podcast called soul essence wellness center, and it's combining psychology, spirituality, and energy healing. And so I look at things in my own life or other kind of lives. And we look at fear. We look at resistance. We look at, um, judgment. We look at some of these really big, sometimes heavy emotions or kind of mental patterns that go on. And we look at how do I bring in, connection and spirituality and mindfulness and energy healing techniques to shift those things. So again, it's kind of this bridge right between these three worlds, but Mm -hmm. um, you can get along better
0: with people, I guess, with less conflict. If you're able to shift their
1: energy or yours, I find that (laughs) when you start shifting your energy, you start kind of seeing more neutrality. And so you stop taking things personally. You're like, Oh, that person that was just driving cut me off and gave me the finger. I don't think that was mine. I hope they're okay, right? Like I hope something happened. Like you start, and even when you do things that are difficult, when you stay in your sovereignty, you start trusting yourself and your energy Mm -hmm. and you stop saying, you stop taking things personally, right? It's true.
0: I actually had a a little conflict with a client yesterday, which was resolved, but I was a little annoyed, but I was like, no, it's not about me, it's about her. Like, I know something's bothering her. I know, like, it's never me, I'm perfect. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Far <laughs> from. Anyway, um, I, I but I the situation was completely irrational. So I I I know there was more to whatever was going on in her world than what was going on with me. I just unfortunately mm-hmm. was probably the scapegoat of that. But yeah, you yeah. do take it less personally, I think. And then it helps like I can keep the peace with the other person because you're not engaging in that. Craziness, <laughs> dare I say?
1: <laughs> oh, got it. When yeah. oh, there's some compassion too, right? You're like, oh man, I've done I'm that. we like, them. something oh, I'm so I... sorry
0: for you. Go, right. go light a candle. Right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> to smell some incense, something. Oh god! <laughs> All right, well, two, tell us where to find you, real quick, as we wrap up. Um, what, yeah. where can we find you on social media and things like that?
1: Yeah, so my well, social media on Instagram is Soul Essence Center. Okay. And then I have a Facebook, which is just Soul Essence Wellness Center. And then my website, same thing, Soul Essence Wellness Center.
0: And your and your Mm -hmm. podcast, when does that how often do you do your podcast?
1: (sighs) I was doing a bi weekly podcast on Wednesdays and I've actually taken a break at the moment because I'm bringing my online courses one-to-one mm-hmm. as an online format so that people can actually do them self-guided if they want to be able to do more of the work on their own versus the one-on-one.
0: Okay, So right, that'll be starting well, up to out like, there. People want to listen, I imagine, other episodes and stuff, right? You got it. Okay, yep. awesome. Well, thank yep. you for being with us. <laughs> I appreciate it. And let, and thank you for enlightening me with my color. I'm now going to identify myself with like, A fuchsia maroon. I have to think, I have to look at the two colors and see which one I click with more. I'm kind of leaning more to the maroon because it's a little more on the rouge side, but not quite red. red. Okay. (laughs) All right. Bye. 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 Take care. You too.